Hey, Aaron. Hey, Max. Hey, what's your podcast point of the week this week? You know, it's funny you may ask because I know I told you it was just going to be water, but. No, there uh, there he is. (laughs) So we're not going to do. You couldn't disappoint our avid listeners. No, but we are doing a change up. So we've been on a big bourbon kick as usual. Um, Got a couple good bottles lately, but I decided. So on vacation, I got a little hooked on tequila. And I know, but. There's uh, a certain tequila. It's a nice smoky tequila. Put it on some rocks. It is the Rock Terramana Reposado, and it is delicious. So that's I'm the point of the week. Assuming I'm assuming that's supposed to sound a little bit more Hispanic, but it did. Reposado, Reposado. I don't know what it is, but so we're going with that this week. Just a little small pour because tomorrow is Kelly's birthday. But Kelly's twenty ninth birthday. That's right, twenty nine plus four. Wow, thirty three. Or as I like to call us, dead plus however many numbers after (laughs) thirty. That's right. But and today was also a special occasion because it was my last day of work at Swage Lock. Did you cry? So no, I didn't. I've had a lot of anxiety. Did you cry? Did you cry? No, I I almost did but I've had a lot of anxiety about it. Um, but we got through um, 10 years of service with them. Jeez. Had a lot of fun, learned a lot, but ready for my new opportunity that starts out on Monday with Voltus. So got a good team there and a lot of fun people. So I'm really excited to start so, there. So do you want to tell us, all of us, what is Voltus? What are yeah. you going to be doing? So my role is going to be a sales director and I will be – in the field, I will be selling. I'll also be selling remotely, but I'm going to be selling demand response programs to all types of businesses from universities to plants to any kind of units that, that really use a lot of electricity. And what we do is we come in, we put in a, a program in place with them, and we help, we work with them, and we find ways to help them save money working directly with the power grid. And basically, they come in, we have a couple programs we run through with them, and if they kind of help, you know, our guidelines and, and they follow the, the, you know, what we have them do, we can save them a ton of money ele- with their electricity bills and their energy usage in general. Uh, it's a very energy efficient company, so it's really good for the environment. And it's a really cool, really cool pro- program, and I'm really excited to, to start with it because it's something I feel like I can really be passionate about. And I can tell you one thing, man, I'm excited to work with this team. It's a lot of good people. So just from my seven interview process that I went through, um, it was, it was fun to learn, you know, how these guys think and, and how these guys roll. So totally different than what I'm doing now in some ways, but in other ways, it's the exact same. So I'll be calling on a lot of similar customers who I have now. So I already got a little head start. So I'm excited. So for those of you that don't know what Aaron's salesman voice sounds like that first 30 seconds when he started talking, that's what it was. <laughs> that's right. And man, I'll tell you what, this tequila just hits different. Hits. One tequila, two tequila, three tequila, four. So, right, and that feels me. Of course, and then you got one margarita, two margarita by Mr. Oh Luke my God! Bryan. Don't you know I hate that song? <laughs> I know, but Max, Sounds what like is? You got something caught in his throat. What is this? Are we so obviously all the points podcast? But what episode is this? Uh, this is our twenty fifth episode. 
Which means we have a giveaway winner, which we will announce later. Like, ooh, that's called what do we call that in the business? We call that it's called a full a tease. Yeah, but here's tease. A by the way, what is this? What are we on? What are we on right now? What do you mean? You actually haven't said the title this week, and I know because I listened. I just did. No, you didn't. I said all the. You said what episode is this? And then I said after that, no, before that, I said obviously all the H points podcast. Yeah, you can't say obviously. What if we have new people? Obviously. Well, three, three, two, one. All the X points podcast episode 25. Who are you? Let's go. I'm Aaron. This is with Max and AP. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot (laughs) to tell you. Uh, So, Lindsay last week went down to Buffalo Trace uh, Distillery and got me. What? Tried to get you a bottle of bourbon. Her friend needed two for the wedding. And they would not sell her one. You're only apparently allowed to take one out a day. Do you know that? Yeah. Well, of their... Is that one in general or just one of their, like, special bourbons? Uh, Blanton's. Did you get a Blanton's? She did for her friend's wedding. Good. I have. I'm, I'm. Hold on. Let me see. I have one. Two, so, can you three, teach four. us non-bourbon whiskey drinkers, like, how do you get into that? How do you, How do you get started? Yeah, I'll gladly. That's a That's a great topic, there, Max. Thank you for asking. Just to clarify, I have six bottles of Blantons. Um, Holy one is, hell! One is straight from the barrel. Um, that's my favorite. Uh, one mini, and one of them I will never open until Graham's. 25th birthday award one gets married you now use it's... as a t- tiki torch exactly but no uh so they have dump dates on them uh the blanton's one so it's cool because i got uh graham's exact birthday november 7 2019 so i'm gonna hold on to that until then but so it's funny because bourbon in general i got into bourbon you know i was sitting in my basement in my old house i would watch a show called suits and i would drink believe it or not wild uh, you're you obsessed with that show I know. American honey, um, a shit ton of ice. Like, it was literally just like, it like, tastes like the sweetest, like, drink, but it was just on the rocks. So I got into that, so it was real sweet. And then, you know, you go out to bars and stuff, so I get Maker's Mark on the rocks. So then I started to realize, okay, well, there, I, I really like, yeah. So I never was a big mixer in that. I actually liked the flavor when I was younger. Um, so when I was like 25, 26, I'm like, okay, I actually like bourbon. Let's see what I can find. And, and I started to kind of dabble in the bourbons. This is before bourbon took off, which lately it's just ridiculous, which by the way, if you have an hour to spare any time, go to Hulu and watch the show neat. It's N E A T like the drink, like drinking bourbon neat, which means on with no ice, just straight. Say say Hulu. Yes. It's probably, I I I don't have Hulu. Well, I'll give you my login because it's amazing. But so I started just, you know, dabbling in bourbon. And pretty much the typical thing to do when you start dabbling in bourbon is you hear about Blanton's and you want to try it. And then you try Blanton's. And typically, if you're new to bourbon, you love it because it's a sweeter bourbon, but it doesn't burn at all. It goes down very smooth. So I started to drink those and I started to find the difference in the barrel strengths, the small batches, the single barrels. Uh, the blends, the the rise, uh, all that stuff. And 
I've kind of found my own niche, which sits about 115 proof, uh, typically like a small batch or a single barrel, but I hate rise. But so basically there's a lot, everyone, you know, they try one bourbon, like, oh, I hate bourbon. But the thing is, is bourbon, there's so many different flavors. There's so many different palettes that you can find. A lot of bourbons have, you know, vanilla, caramel, where you, where you really taste that. Other bourbons have banana, they have fruit, they have spices, they have cinnamon, they're desserty, they're very chocolatey. Um, just the other day, I got three different makers, Mark, which they're making. One's called uh, Chocolate Almond. Um, I forget the other one. Honeycrisp, Apple. Oh, man, I guess that's wrong. I forget. Oh, Caramel Corn. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun, fun things you can try. You just got to get into it and you got to start to learn. And the best thing to do is to find someone who knows what they're talking about. And they'll take you somewhere where you can actually sit down and have good bourbons. Kelly no. hates it. So no, you you know what you should do on your next few TikToks. What's your TikTok again? Bourbon and bow hunting. Uh, Oh, I got a story about TikTok. You should like go like every day to give a tip on bourbon. Yeah, no, there's a couple people that do that already, and it's really cool. There's a guy who does it called Bourbon of the Week. He's really knowledgeable. So shout out to you. And there's another guy on there. vintage whiskey dude he's really cool he's got a lot of good stuff and a lot of good bourbon um old stuff like in the early 1900s when prohibition had started which is very cool because all the bourbon in the world basically all the alcohol but they were you know taking an axe to these bourbon barrels and just letting it drain out um so that's that's what we gotta that's what we gotta get better at when we uh post on facebook and instagram and stuff we gotta like tag like the people you just mentioned and uh, yeah, like no, I, yeah, I agree. We can do that. But uh real quick story about TikTok. you know, Joey, Joey Quants. Um, Joey got on TikTok. Oh, he had like, Joey. Yeah. He had like 40 followers, right? Like nothing crazy. Well, I had like 2000, which is very, it's not a lot, but it's like cool that I had 2000 because the bourbon TikTok community, we kind of all hung together. So I tried to promote Joey, right? This is like a month ago. I'm like, Hey, Let's get him to 500 and I'll give a bottle giveaway. Well, he got up to like 150, 200. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I tried. Well, out of nowhere, I was checking Joey's TikTok. The dude had probably two to 300. Three days later, he has 35,000. What do you do? Put a dick pic up or something? <laughs> I asked him if he started an OnlyFans. Um, no, yeah, did he? he no, but he started like he's posted some like thirst trap kind of stuff because he's a good looking dude um, and talking about his divorce a little bit, kind of kidding around. And he got all these followers. So and yeah, he's it's Joey, man. He goes when he goes, he goes. So congratulations to Joe. I was texting him about it. It's pretty funny because he's got a lot of followers that I actually followed before he did. And they're, they're really cool and really funny. And, and yeah, he's 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 shooting from the hip right now, but so sorry we're off topic here, Max. I'd like to hear what we're talking about this week. Uh, aside from Aaron's new job and bourbon, um, we're gonna do a brief Olympic recap since they wrap up this weekend. Uh, NBA free agency and it's pretty much over after two days. Uh, we're gonna talk about Quinn Evers. Edwards? I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's I think it's Evers. Evers. We'll, uh, we'll learn it. We'll learn it at some point. Yeah, he showed up to Ohio State yesterday, so we'll talk about him, what it means for name, image, and likeness, because that keeps getting brought up. Honestly, when we first brought that up, I thought we'd talk about it for a few weeks and might day off, but this will make four episodes in a row. Well, uh, we're gonna NFL, talk about it. 
Yeah, we're also going to talk about our person who won the giveaway who has a good question about that. Yeah. Uh, NFL training camp started up. Uh, I finally get to talk electric cars with you. Uh, Elon Musk Twitter account. And a surprise topic for Aaron. And we are going to do the Mount Rushmore of American. So USA Olympians. I thought but I what just, we're gonna what? I thought we just said oh, we're doing all Olympians. Fine, I don't care either way. We can do. We can just. I mean, there's enough Americans to cover it. No, let's do all of them. But I, I think I. Only I mean, there's have like one non-American, and you'll probably yeah. take them anyway. So, well, I mean, he's the greatest of all time, other than maybe one or two others. So, okay, all fine. Right. Usain Bolt, he's out. Okay, all U.S. Yep. <laughs> there we go. That was yeah. Okay. All right, so what I wanted to start with, I want to start with NFL training camp. Reason being, Keegan, uh, his son Zeke, and his uh, other son Elijah, we went down to Paul Brown Stadium. And you being a Browns fan, and I feel like a lot of people that listen to this podcast are Browns fans or Bengals fans, or unfortunately, I think we have a few Steelers fans. Yeah, that's true. Um, but so we we were down there sitting there, right? And practice had kind of started. They were like guys that got on field early. Um, it was in the stadium. There's probably ten to twelve thousand people. This is for a practice, right? No, nothing's going on but a practice. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow walks on the field with Trey Hopkins, and I swear the stadium was full. <laughs> it was. Insane. Yeah. Was that Our your first goal? ever time going to a training camp? Uh, inside the stadium, yes. I had been out on the practice field. Oh, so um, this is at Paul Brown. They're doing it at Paul Brown. Correct. Yeah, it was because okay. the NFL Network had that thing where they were going to all 32 training camps in the morning and, like because it was the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that Joe Burrow was basically the Lord and Savior – of Cincinnati at the moment. That that's a lot of pressure, and I don't see him cracking under it at all. No, I don't think. I think he handles it well. I mean, you know how I feel about second year quarterbacks. I think everyone has a lot to learn, but yep. Joe Joe seems legit. I'm more I'm I'm more worried about Herbert than I am Joe. Um, I say that second year in the league, assault. second offensive coordinator, second head coach. Yeah, I am nervous about. I mean, you know, Joe's schedule isn't a joke at, by any means. So well, this is the hardest division in football. Yeah, I mean, easy, I'm, easy. Yeah, you got three. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll see what the Steelers are. Um, I think, I think they still Nani win nine nine games because there's yeah, Steelers. but I think they fall in the division. That's that's what's going to happen. I think you're going to see them not win. I mean, they usually win the division, but they're I don't I don't think there's a shot in the. I just don't think they have any chance to win the division. I really don't. I think there's two teams that are well ahead of them. I um, think – and I'll save it. So I went to Berea when the Browns – the first year they Bur- came I thought back. it was Berea. No, it's Berea. Oh. Um, oh. That's what my dad calls it, so that's what I call it. Um, but we went the year that they came back. So they had their expansion draft. They got Tim Couch in the draft. What do you mean and- came back? Where'd they go? What are you talking about? Shut up! You don't. You know that. 
Oh, my God. You mean they lost, they lost the greatest head coach in NFL history? And you know who your D coordinator was? Mm, why are we talking about this right now? Nick Saban was your D coordinator. Yeah, well, Nick Saban was also Dolphins head coach, and we saw how that worked out. But He, he um, never wanted to leave college, and he did. And he no, it. no. But when we went to their training camp, and was Tim Couch was there and everybody, and it was really cool because I was only – man, I must have been 11 or 12 years old. So um, it was really cool to see that. Um, so it's always fun to go to those because you kind of get the – a different experience in a game time situation. Um, but I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun to go watch. Um, and then we had season tickets after that for a while, but I'm watching a bug on my curtains and I've watched it move like six times. I'm about to go grab it. I think it's a June bug. Sorry. So the, you're good. Squirrel. So after we had our Bengals Browns moment there, sorry about that. Uh, things that I've noticed around training camp, one, Carson Wentz, Quentin Nelson, both out, five to 12 weeks for your, Aaron, your Indianapolis Colts. Man, Carson Wentz is a walking ambulance. We're going to bring him up later, but automatically, if you're the Colts, do you trade for Nick Foles? Do you call Phillip Rivers? I mean, I think it's got to be Rivers. Do you hope he's ready for week one? But at that point, if if the timetable – so – with my mom being who she is and most of my family working in the medical field and Lindsay and me studying nursing for a couple of years, I can at least get myself in trouble knowing that if someone's having surgery and they say five to 12 weeks, that's a seven week gap basically means if the surgery goes perfect. And Which with Carson Wentz is luck, it's not going to. Correct. And this person's body reacts well. Five weeks. If it doesn't, probably eight to ten. And if something shitty happens during surgery, twelve weeks. That's I don't know when their bye means. week is, but I don't see him coming back before midseason. So what would seven, twelve weeks? Week seven or eight. So we have, we have what three weeks until the end of preseason. One month until opening day. So that's five weeks. So that would mean. His surgery would have had to go perfect. Perfect. He's not. He's definitely not going to be back on opening day. No, I would say week three earliest. Yeah, like the absolute earliest. I don't even think then. I'd say like I'm sticking with week six, seven, eight, somewhere in that time frame. Well, did you hear Nick Foles? Did you hear that interview? He was basically camp. He was basically campaigning for the Colts to trade for him because of Frank Wright. That's who. His coordinator was when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So where, where is he, he now? I forget. Is he at the Eagles? He's still? the third stringer in Chicago. Chicago. That's oh, that's right. He was in Chicago last year. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if Phil Rivers. I mean, if you're there, the Bears, sure, give us the six round draft pick. Who do you know. think the Colts' first call was? Do you think it was Philip Rivers? Do you think it was Andrew Luck? Do you think it was um, Foles? Supposedly they called Luck every July first. Do they? How long has he been out now? Three years, something like that. You, you can't come back now, right? I mean, if it was anybody else, I'd say no. But Andrew Luck, come on, come on, uh, yeah, he's not gonna come back. He's no. too smart. 
No, and that right. and that twenty five million they just told him to keep was a pretty nice parting gift. Well, I mean, look at what he did for that franchise. He played without any team around him. Yeah. So, I mean, the then thing they, is, then they draft Quentin Nelson and he leaves. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teams though. I mean, do you call? I mean, I don't know. That's it's tough. Like, I say you call Nick Foles, bring him in. He's your backup when Carson Wentz gets healthy. If he plays yeah, good again, great. Now Carson Wentz is paranoid again. But yeah. So next know. week, what we'll do is we'll review the. We'll have the entire Colts schedule pulled up to see where we think they're going to be without Nick Foles or without Carson Wentz, and where we think they could end up if they have him. So it's, and we'll put like week six on there as his comeback date. So, other thing that I want to talk to you about, I don't think we really brought it up last week. Did we bring up Aaron Rodgers much last week? Just a little bit. Not we much. It. No, I don't Just, think we did. I don't think we did because Bruce was on. Um, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, we brought up his shirt. I take that back. The shirt that yeah, he wore. That's right. That's right. Then him just dropping bombs, and he's been quiet ever since. By the way, you and I both called that. He would get there. He's there to play. Yeah. I don't (laughs) – and it's funny because I don't know if you heard his interview where he said, you know, I love the – I love my teammates. I love the Oregon – the fans. (laughs) (laughs) He started to say organization, then he said the fans and the fans. Do you think he did that? Do you think he did that? Absolutely. He, He knew what he was doing. Right. He, there's nothing that comes out of his mouth that he doesn't know what he's doing. He was throwing shade at the organization, which, I mean, I think it's a given right now for sure he will not be in Green Bay next year. Yeah, we talked about this because we said that, and I said he's going to go to San Francisco. So Marshawn Lynch was on uh, – may have been first take. Unfortunately, I just had to see a clip of first take on Twitter somewhere. Worst show on ESPN. Um, but he said, if the Packers don't win a Super Bowl, it's a bad season for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers separately. Fact or not? I, it's hard to say that without seeing how the season goes. Like, if Aaron Rodgers goes out and makes it to the NFC Championship game, plays a team like Tampa Bay – which I don't even know. If, I mean, I know you're going to think I'm crazy for saying this. I don't know if they'll get there. Um, Seattle, who's on, who could be on a hot streak by then. I, I don't know. I don't know because I think that right now, if you're asking me who is the front runner in the NFC, it's the Green Bay Packers. There's no doubt in my mind to say that. I know you're. I know Tampa Bay is still there, but it's the Green Bay. They, they brought everybody back and they drafted I, well. I know. But, and they added Gio Bernard, and now they have Antonio Brown for a full season, and he moved yeah. back in with moved back in with Tom Brady. Well, I know, but I don't know. Every year, I know it's crazy to doubt Tom Brady, but his age has to be a factor for his health. I mean, if he gets through another full season without an injury, that's going to be crazy. Well, the, so we, I mean, everybody talks about this. We've talked about it before. The rules for quarterbacks are so they don't get hurt. Yeah, and Tom gets rid of that ball so damn fast he barely gets hit. So, right. but I still think the, I mean, especially with that division right now. I mean, Chicago. Uh, I don't maybe. know because Vikings yeah. maybe, Lions I, maybe four wins. 
there's no way the Lions are in that conversation. The Vikings, if I had to go in that division, who's has a better chance? It's the Vikings because Vikings. I mean, Vikings. you're telling me Andy Dalton slash Justin Fields is going to come out and win the division over Aaron Rodgers or Kirk Cousins? That's my, that's silly. Um, yep. I mean, I think Justin Fields is going to be absolutely legit. Hey, don't be don't be talking about about that red rifle. Okay, you he's your favorite person, so that's right. Bill, Bill's mafia will come after you too. Don't forget. That's right. That's right. But no, I think um, I think it's. I still think he's the front runner or the Packers. But Aaron Rodgers is also. He doesn't always stay healthy. We've seen him get hurt quite frequently. So he's another. Two, he's, that's two a, collarbones, ankle, two coll- an ankle, um, and it, but it was all in a very short time span. Yeah. Um, and but and but you see what happens when he goes down. That oh, yeah. team train wreck. is train wreck. gone. Yeah, I mean that's the difference. Like, I mean, who's the backup in Tampa? I don't even know. They've re-signed Blaine Gabbert, I think. Mm, okay, well, never mind. That's that's zero chance. I was going to say because like when Jimmy G was the backup in New England, we saw him kind of put together a decent season, but yeah, the NFC is a, yeah the NFC is a lot not easier, but it's a not as loaded as the AFC. So I think he needs to at least make it to the NFC championship game, if not the Super Bowl. But if something happens, like if it's an injury riddled season where, you know, God forbid Aaron Jones or Dante Adams or a bunch of linemen or, you know, things happen. Like didn't Bakhtiari get hurt last year? Yeah. End of the season. Yep. Yeah. I mean, people forget about that. Like that's, that's that in the playoffs. That's a and that's a big don't, hit. Don't forget one thing I keep reminding you of is that Aaron Rodgers Center is now in LA with Justin Herbert. Yeah, that's right. So there's a lot of things that can happen. So I don't know. I mean, I think Aaron has to, you know, he has it's at the end of the day it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's yeah. going to get he's he's going to get them somewhere. Um, and I think he's going to play for a few more years, but I don't think it's going to be in a Packer uniform. I think even if he wins the Super Bowl in Green Bay, he's gone. I really, truly think that. Oh, yeah, he's done. Um, but He doesn't even talk to his family. You think he's going to suddenly not hold a grudge against the Green Bay? Yeah, dude doesn't talk to his own mother. Or his brothers. Neither of them. Yeah. Remember I told you that story that ESPN, how his brother was on there, and Aaron Rodgers was pissed off, so yeah. ESPN fired him. Yeah, that was Jordan. Yeah. The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor, Bachelorette, yeah. Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Whatever it is, one of the shows. Something like that. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I think, uh, I think A-Rod can get them there. I don't think it's, I, I, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a disappointing season for him, though. I get what Marshawn Lynch is saying. I think it would be a disappointing season if he didn't get there. If they're fully healthy or healthy enough where they're, you know, should we there? Then absolutely, it's a disappointment. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to take anything away from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I that agree. like Aaron, Aaron. No one's someone's not going to be like, oh, we don't want Aaron Rodgers. He didn't win the Super Bowl. No one's going to say that. So that's silly talk. Peyton Manning had a you know half of a neck and went to the Broncos. Yeah, so still and won the Super Bowl. Turn his head. Yeah. So gosh, man. So oh, by crazy. the way. Before we move on to our next topic, I wanted to bring up. Remember last week where we kept getting held up that we couldn't remember who the other Power Five conferences were? Yeah. Well, I went back and listened. 
we said all five. We couldn't just count. <laughs> oh, good. That, that's funny because I remember like even like yeah. putting my fingers out there, my fingies. Oh, yeah. By the way, I want to announce that Bruce does not usually sound like a chipmunk slash a like a radio person. He kind of um, does sometimes. <laughs> like that was he. He was trying to pull up apps and stuff on his phone, and it kept messing up. Yeah, apparently so, we were boring him, so he was trying to get on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, we love you, Bruce, but don't ever do that again. Yeah, <laughs> CrossFit Skyfall. Um. Yeah. So. Ohio. Springboro, Ohio. Uh, speaking of Ohio, and in any way you connect, can connect and bring up this person's name on your radio TV show, LeBron James and your Los Angeles Lakers are now the oldest team in the NBA as NBA free agency has got off quickly and it's almost done already and it's only been two days. Dude, I... So I do like ESPN on Snapchat because Gary Strzokey is hilarious. I had no and, idea that no idea that was a thing. Oh my god, he the it, that's the only ESPN I watch because it's 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 great. And he was just having a day with how old the um the Lakers are. But oh, I mean, seriously, Mello, you told me they got Trevor Ariza. I didn't even All know right. that. Me- Mello, screw you, Mike Pisani, before I go through this. Mello, 37. Ariza, 36. Jared Dudley, 36. Mark Gasol, 36. LeBron James, 36, 37 in October, I think. So he'll be 37 at the start of the season. Wesley Matthews, 34. That's a good uh, Russell, pickup, Russ, He's been there. Russell Westbrook Jr., the third, 32. What Matthews was there? Yeah, he was there last year. Still on the roster. Uh, They did pick up our boy Wayne Ellington. I saw that. That's good. I like that a lot. Yeah, Dwight Howard returned. Uh, Malik Monk, the artist formerly known as Malik Monk. Uh, Kendrick Nunn stole him from the Heat. Schroeder can still pick up a player option, but I think that's going to be a sign and trade. Yeah, just throw throwing There's this out there no for but Buddy Heel and Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, oh, I yeah, like what do you that. Think of that. Yeah, that'd that, be good exactly, because Elling- exactly what the Elling- Lakers need. Ellington can shoot, but I mean he's spotty. Buddy Heel yep. would be perfect for them. That's what they need right there. Yeah, so we we didn't. I mean, obviously, it just happened last week after the podcast, right? Russell Westbrook Jr. III got traded to the Lakers. Your first thought when you heard that trade? They can't shoot. My dad's thing is, and you know, he's old school. Has won a few games in his career though, so does have some merit behind what he says. There's only one ball on the floor. What do you think of that statement with this team? I mean, yeah, it makes sense because – well, I, I agree with it, but you also have to consider Westbrook has been around 
guys like this, that's that's the only thing I say about that is Westbrook has been around guys like this before, where he doesn't but, have to have the ball in his hand. But Aaron, you're not you're not an MVP and get traded three seasons in a row without there being a reason. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you had Kevin Durant and James Harden. Kevin Durant, yeah, yeah, but he doesn't. Him. I don't want to play like... with him anymore. James Harden, yeah, I don't want to play with him anymore. Bradley Beal. Obviously, they probably asked for his blessing on that trade before it happened. So, Bradley Beal, yeah, no thanks. I don't know. I don't think – no, but they may have asked for the blessing. But, I mean, if Russ wanted out – because Russ is – I think Russ also wanted out because he wants to win now, and the Wizards aren't going to win now. No, absolutely and, not. But I don't think I – don't, I don't know. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but the, the NBA is now a league where that's not uncommon to be traded a lot. I know he was an MVP. I know he averaged MVP, a double – I understand that. Yeah, do you think do you now. think him and LeBron are gonna argue or uh, like miss shots on purpose to make sure they both get triple double? Sure, but what about Chris Paul? What about Chris Paul? How many teams has he been on in the past five years? Three, three, and he is the epitome of a locker room guy. He is the guy. He is a team captain. He's a team he, leader. But in his defense, he asked to be traded from the Clippers, and he asked to be traded from the Rockets. But I'm sure Russ wanted to go to the Lakers. Oh, 100 percent. That he didn't want to be. He didn't want to be in. The, he didn't want to be in the Wizards from day one, though. No. So yeah, that, that was a that was there. a that was a pit stop. That's all that was. So I understand what you're saying before that. But the OKC to Houston trade. Um. Wait, what? It, yeah. Yes. You're you're right. That was okay. how they got Chris Why? Paul out of. That was how they got Chris Paul yeah. out of Houston. Okay. Why did I was trying to think about that for a second? But OKC yeah. to Houston made a lot of sense, and then yep. it didn't didn't work out. So Houston trades into the Wizards. The Wizards, it just that 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 to me was like a pit stop. It was just a hey, let's get rid of him. Let's let's do what we can to bring in, you know, other guys. And then I think Russ Westbrook never planned to stay there. And I don't think Autom- they ever automatically the highest paid Laker on the roster. $42 million. Let's talk about Chris Paul's contract. Uh, so How old is he? He's 36. And if you've seen that video on uh, Instagram, that dude that always makes fun of NBA, NBA players, he's 36! You ever see that video? Yeah. When he's no. talking about LeBron James? No, it's good. You'll yeah. find it. But yeah. Chris Paul, 36 years old. Right? 36. Uh-huh. Are going to be thirty six, signs a three year deal with the fourth year option for up to one hundred and twenty million dollars. Do you want wow. a forty year old Chris Paul who can't stay healthy at this age for thirty million? I mean, Jesus. No, thank you. I honestly thought he was going to retire. Three years, 90 mil, maybe. Is it still high? Sure. But but it's but it's normal for guys like him. Correct. So three years, 30, I would have been fine with. Or three years, 90. 30 per. Four years, 120? No thanks. No. It's. I mean, it's crazy. I think we're going to see this a lot, though. These guys, people have way more longevity now. So... Oh, yeah, man. in every, every sport. 
I don't know. I, it, the whole thing is mind blowing to me. But sorry, back to the Lakers. I mean, they they got to get shooters. They have to get shooters. I, um, I think their number one move is to somehow try to get Buddy Hill. Yeah, how... Schroeder, Schroeder's not going to be a Laker. That's another guy who can't shoot. Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ellington's good, but he's again, he's just he's not. You know, he's not prime time he's, shooting he's not, material. Not wearing that baby blue anymore. No. No. All right. He some other, so, man, some other big so free smooth. agency moves, and then we'll move on. Uh, Lonzo Ball signs with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Tony Bradley signs with the Bulls. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. Yep. There it is. Signs with the Chicago Bulls. Sign and trade. So, sign and trade. Yes. Because yep. that's the only way the Bulls could have gotten him. Yep. Um, I think that automatically makes them the contender in the East with having Zach Levine and Kobe yeah, and White. Kobe White has been playing his – I mean, he's – And I think we all knew he was going to be good, though. And Vujovic, who was already there, shooter. So, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty solid team. No, it is, yeah. For, the, for now, the East. In the West, I wouldn't like it. For the East? Yeah. Yeah. The Cavs just signed Jared Allen to a five-year, $100 million deal. Um, yep. Shea Gilgis Alexander signs a five-year, one seventy-two max contract to stay with the Thunder. That's a guy who wanted to get paid, and he did. So good for him. Yeah, that's all that was because he didn't. (laughs) No one else is going to pay him that much. But the one thing I will say about the Cavs, we didn't talk about the draft at all. Um, I'm super, super thrilled that the the Cavs got Mobley. I really, really like that. It is who I wanted. Uh, I would like to see us get rid of Garland and keep Sexton, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm anxious to see what happens next year with Sexton. Okay, you got to get one, rid of one of those two, right? Yeah, I mean, Garland's never panned out, but they don't want to pay Sexton, which doesn't make sense to me because Sexton has proved he can be a 30-point scorer night in and night out. Um, that you, mm-hmm. know, you know, honest to God, if the Cavs could get – or Lakers could get anybody, that would be a guy to get. But he's a point guard, so it would be a iffy – thing to do but yeah but I mean, that, he's, mean, that would mean your boy would have to do a favor for lebron and that's never gonna happen no it's not but um no um but then you got mobley who is gonna i think he's a, he's i wouldn't say he's a development player but he's not gonna come out and score 25 30 but he's gonna be solid like he's gonna be i can see him being a 18 to 20 and 10 12 guy immediately and jared allen with those two down low and kevin love kind of helping them along the way um, I'm excited. I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to make a playoffs or anything, but I'm. I'm excited to watch the scene, which is what the Cavs need. They need excitement. Yeah, something. Uh, last so, two moves, and then we'll move on. Uh, PJ Tucker leaves the Bucks, where they just won a title, and goes to the Heat. Uh, which that's. I want to go to Miami. I want to in my career here. That's all that was. Yeah, but Kyle Lowry signed there. Uh, Jimmy Butler signed an extension. Yeah, no, I'm not uh, saying they're not, they're not, I'm not going to be good, but I'm just saying, like, why would you not do that, you know? Oh, yeah. You're no, be okay. in Milwaukee for the rest of your career? Go to Miami. Live it up, yeah. man. Nope. Watch Ballers. Uh, You'll learn about it. And the last move just happened today. Kimba Walker agrees to a buyout with the Celtics, and Kimba's going home to play in the Garden with the Knicks. When you think of Kimba Walker, what's the first thing you think of? What's the first thing I think of? Yeah. Is the everyone seed should... UConn? 
Yeah, that Big East tournament in Madison. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it ma- oh, makes yeah, it... yeah, I did, yeah. But they also won the championship that year. Right. Yeah, and they went on to a stupid run as an eight seed. seed. Yeah. Or wait, oh, were they a four seed? Well, either way, it was only because they won the Big East tournament why they got into the tournament. Yeah. But no, but UConn won it as a four seed and an eight seed. I forget. I forget which I one say, was which. I want to say that year was the eight seed. I think it was too because the four seed was the year they had. Uh, oh my gosh, Shabazz Napier. Yeah, that's what it was. But no, he was. I mean, that was the most one of the best performances we've ever seen because that was literally a single guy carrying an entire team. Um, and dude, Kemba, let's. I mean. That's that's a big pickup for the Knicks. Huge, mm-hmm. really. I mean, they were already a playoff team. They just got a guy who can actually control the flow of the game and is a veteran because they were young. So you got that that that's a big pickup. I didn't hear that yet. Yeah, I liked it. But they did lose Reggie Bullock, our our boy. Yeah, but I mean, he's a he. You know, you'll find a replacement shooter. That's all right. Um, but that team that team's looking pretty good right now, man. Good for them. I like it. All right, so I was way off. In 2011, uh, UConn was a three seed and beat the number eight seed Butler Bulldogs in the championship. Okay, so they played an eight. That's right. Okay, they played the eight seed. Yeah. That's what it was. But so, but I'm pretty sure Shabazz – so that was the, the year Shabazz Napier was there. I think they were an eight seed because they were the lowest seed to ever win a championship. Yeah, because when he won, that's who LeBron wanted. Yeah. In my, Miami, trying to get him to stay, and he still left to go back to Cleveland. Yeah. I remember that, too. But he didn't ever pan out anyways. But no. He's also he the one who said he not. would go to bed hungry in college, so that was whatever. Yeah. Still can't get over that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we both said even at Wilmington, if we needed food, they would have got us. Yeah. yeah. As place kickers. But – yeah. Good. But I'm, I'm, a little NBA recap, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll probably be our last NBA news for a while. Unless something big happens. Um, mm. So let's go, as they like to say in the biz, over the pond to Tokyo, Japan, where the Olympics are going on. And all hell was breaking um, loose. Our men's um... and women's basketball teams are not going to win the gold medal. And now nobody can beat them. But but Luca Luca's going nuts. Oh, it's stupid. (laughs) Absolutely ridiculous. But I wanted to make sure you were okay. Our U.S. women's national soccer team. I'm not. I I knew you were going to bring that up. Oh yeah, had to bring it up. Canada. Old Megan Rapinoe can't beat Canada. Don't okay. First off, it's she's not like you know what pisses me off though is after the game. After the game, they said, "Are you gonna retire?" And she's like, "Yeah, you guys are already trying to kick me to the curb or something like that." I'm like, "Yeah, because you shouldn't be starting on that team anyways." No, she's the biggest liability on that team. She's starting because of who she is, and that's it. There are five people I can think of off the top of my head right now that should be starting ahead of her. It's, so you, it's frustrating that, that you know, this Olympics was a waste because of her, because they have more talent right now on that team than they ever have. 
Ever. Well, don't don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I, I love Alex Morgan too, but she was not near as good as she was even last World Cup. She wasn't even that good in the World Cup. Yeah. Like, so, Kristen Press was Alex Morgan's backup in the World Cup, and Kristen Sp- Kristen Press was better. The be- yeah. the thing is about Alex Morgan is. She has one quick move, and she can fire the ball. She's so good at that. She's so good at finding the goal. But so was Abby Wambach. You know, yeah. Abby was never the best player on the field, but she found the goal. And she's she the, a, Abby Wambach is the best, uh, you know, what they say, the best soccer player to ever play for the United States team, which is bullshit. It's Tobin Heath. Everybody knows that. But it's it sucks for me to see this happen this way because you have people – on that team who, I mean, even Carly Lloyd, who was playing in this Olympics, she shouldn't have been out there. So, I mean, there, it, it sucks to see that happen. I'm not, all right, that's it. We're going to move on because I could go all night. I, I have never that I've never been that frustrated after that game ever. Yeah. I don't, I don't know soccer very well and I'll be the first to admit that, but it didn't look like she belonged with some of her teammates. Out on the field. No. Which one? Who are we talking about? Rapino or Lloyd? Rapino. No, she didn't, and she's she, all she does is focus on her image. That's all this is, and we're not going to get political. So that's what I'm going to leave it as. She and focuses on her image. Guess what? And that's guess it. what? All we just talked about. We just talked about the field, and that was it. She yeah. didn't deserve to be on the field because of her play. And that's then, it, but that's the truth. The, it's the truth. And the best part for me was she made the last PK to beat the Netherlands. Rapino does it for Team USA. She made one PK. Like, what the, the funny thing is, is PKs, God. like, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, the, the, if someone missed a PK outright, like, missing the goal, that's essentially how you lost the game. Because yeah. goalies would not stop a PK. The, the, the ratio was, like, 9 to 1 in favor of the shooter. So, I don't know what has happened recently, but even in the men's in the men's uh, Copa Cup or the Euro did they get, Cup, did they get moved up or something? No, but I don't know if it's nerves or what. Or these people just aren't as good. Like you see, like the people who are supposed to make them make them every time. That's the thing. Like it, they bury them. Yeah. Or but like another thing, I know what I think it is. I think these people are trying to get tricky. Like they go up to the ball, they kind of move around. Dude, just bury it. If you right, kick just... that thing as absolutely a line shot, like like I remember watching PKs. It's like Mr. 2000... Mr. Moxon said Varsity Blues. Fire that yeah. the pitch. In the 2006 World Cup when France was playing Italy in the, in the finals, that was the year. I remember watching a couple of PK shootouts throughout that thing. You couldn't see the soccer ball when it was going in the back of the net. Right. Because people were just – no matter what, now they're trying to, like, look at the goalie and, like, up, oh, up, oh, and then, like, kick it to the other side, and they either miss the goal because they're idiots or the goalie stops them because the ball's not going fast enough. Like, right. dude, kick, take two kick steps, the walk back, and just bury it because no what, matter what, what, that goalie could get his hand on it, he's not going to stop it. What do people always tell us when we missed a kick? Oh, I just kicked the damn ball. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yep. All right. I mean, oh, yeah. Seriously. Sorry. My bad. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 nonsense. So um, the game has changed completely, but that, you know, it was, 
I was more frustrated at the Canada loss than the Sweden loss because Sweden is a powerhouse. And, you know, we were, I was happy with that loss. I'm like, okay, we lost a game. That's okay. But losing to Canada, like, we should have oh, won that game. Canada, my home and land. Shut up. Oh, okay. Somebody right. set a world record, though. And what? The 400. Who? Who set a world record? I forget her name. Oh, God, come on. <laughs> and the uh, entire day, you know, we were recording. Oh, my gosh. I, I, hold on. I lost uh, my head. What is her name? Um, McGlo- uh, oh, my gosh. McLaughlin. I forget her first name, but she, uh, right. yeah, she set a anyway, world record. While you're thinking, look Sid- up her name. Look up her Sid- name. I just did. Sid McLaughlin. Thank you. She set, um, she set a world record again. So um, metal count and, right and, now. And then, then I'll let you go individually. We're actually down to China in golds, 32 to 25. Overall count, we have the most. Uh, we have the most silvers and most bronzes at 31 and 23. So we're nine up total, but seven back in gold. Yeah. Would you rather hey. have the total count or the gold count? Total count. Absolutely. So, so I think ah, – shoot. People act like if you don't win gold, you failed. Like this is the Olympics. Gold, silver, bronze. There's three medals for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I, before, I want to interrupt you here because I want to talk about one person who I am just mind-blown, and that's Allison Felix. Freak. She, she had a baby, what, not too long ago. And no, she's competing for – she's competing for a gold medal now. Like, get out of here. That is crazy. She's she's I mean she's a freaking nature man I, and she's been a star and just ever since she was in the Olympics but um, and then uh, gosh I cannot think of that girl who was just the wrestler who just won gold who wasn't supposed to to even get close to that um, yeah you see who she got a shout out on Twitter from no the guy who the guy who won an Olympic gold medal with the broken freaking neck oh uh, yeah Kurt Angle yeah that's awesome. Uh, yeah, she uh, anyway. she had a, she she was adorable though. After she won, she was um, yeah, she just was a awesome. mess. Just That's how you're supposed to react, crying. by the way. Yeah, if yeah. you didn't hear what she said about your country and God, go look it up because that's exactly yeah. That that was amazing. That was amazing. Um, that was but, so, but McLaughlin McLaughlin said something just like that too. Yeah, so we're so, both in agreement about how bronze and silver just as I don't know, just as important as gold, but. They're a medal. You went to the Olympics and you came back with a medal. Uh, yep. U.S. swimmer, uh, Lily King, remember her? Uh, she was quoted after she won silver in the 200-meter breaststroke as saying, excuse my French, but the fact that we're not celebrating silver and bronze is bullshit. End quote. But that was right. That was in response to people telling her, oh, you got silver, you didn't win gold? Well, let's Excuse think about me? this, too. Right. Think about this. Who just won 
a bronze medal in the gymnastics and of the uh can we not talk about her no i want to because that's a big deal to me <sighs> because she, what she made some very good points and i've listened to a lot of people and i've really kind of focused on it like the past week people have really got, come to her aid saying like you don't understand how dangerous it is when she's i don't know what it's called they call them the flopsies or something the twisties. So the twisties. I've leaned like, really heavy. Deal. I've leaned. So you know what we can do next week, just for you. I have a friend who coaches gymnastics. Do you want her to come on the podcast? Yeah, I do. Okay. Because name, I think this is a... her name's Elaine Langer. She's married yeah. to married to my buddy Jack at the gym, and she at fir- the first day when she heard she was backing out because of mental issues, she was. I'm not going to put words in her mouth. I'll let her save it for the podcast. But after she heard she had the twisties, she would 100% was, I understand. I get it. Well, Simone Biles said, and people have said that come to her aid, you don't know what's up and down when you have that. And you got to think, like, these girls are going 100 miles an hour, flipping around. You could break your entire face, literally. You could be paralyzed. Yeah. You could break your neck. You could die. Like, like I, and she comes out, sucks it up. I forget what the, what's the bar? Is it just called the bar? The uneven bars? Yeah. No, not the uneven bars. The, the long, straight. The balance thing. beam? The beam. She did the beam and she got bronze. Like. Yeah. Like, she by comes the way, out. By the way, doing a dismount, that would be difficult for most people. But for her, and it wasn't. And I guarantee that's why the judges gave her a bronze because they knew it wasn't hard for her. Which is also bullshit because you can't judge a person just because they're better than everybody else. You judge them the same as everyone on the floor. Yeah, well, I think her coming out and just trying to do something for her country showed that she didn't give up on her team. And she didn't give up on her country. And also, I mean, I, I, I go so back and forth on this. You know that. I've, I have, I've told you that. But her going out there and doing something that she thought, you know, maybe I can do this. And getting a bronze medal just shows her sheer athleticism. It just shows how dangerous she could have been if she didn't have the twisties. Do you also hear after the event, she finally said um, what added to her mental breakdown was her getting called and her aunt passed away. Which I guess her aunt was basically her mom growing up. Because her mom's, I guess, a piece of crap. So... And no one heard about that until now. Right. Like, I want to just remind people, I am 32 years old, and I could not carry the back of a country going into the Olympics on my shoulders. Yeah, hey, Aaron, if you don't win gold, you suck. Yeah. Basically basically what people were saying to her. But by the way, you're the best Olympian of all time in the gymnastics field. Yeah. Overall, in general, not just Olympian, you're the best gymnast of all time. Period. You've already done enough, but if you don't do it here, you suck. You're not. You you're suck. not worthy. Like it's a joke to me. It's like, come on. Like, didn't I think the thing that everyone was so shocked about with Simone Biles is she, it was so out of character because of how powerful she really is in that mm-hmm. field. She just showed up and won. So I think that was the thing that took everyone back. Is you're like, why now? But. Yeah, we're not, we don't need. Well, yeah, I want your friend to come on next. I want to talk more about this because I think it's a very good topic. Because I think people need to hear about it, and it, it's important. But let's let's keep it going. We're, we're...
rolling here. So um, I want to talk about the NIL. I want to move to that. Quinn Ewers was supposed Not to be just, playing no, and starting the high school two highest, days. He's the, the number one recruit in the class of what? 2022. 2022. Who but, just Max. reclassified and is now yeah. five miles down the road in Columbus, Ohio. But he is the highest rated quarterback of all time at Ohio State. Since he's the highest rated quarter high school quarterback since Vince Young at Texas. But at Ohio State, he's the highest rated quarterback ever. And we had Terrell Pryor, remember? Like By the, the way, so we talked about that off air. Vince Young was rated higher than Trevor Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, no. I think we talked we oh okay. Okay, he was. So we said yep. Vince Young. Him and that uh, – who was the guy we talked about? Bryce or Brooks? Brooks? I forget who the other one was. But um, he never made it in the pros, basically. Anyway, what happened. He, so, he went to Florida and Miami and then never made it. You're in Columbus. I'll let, I'll let you talk about this more first. Yeah, so first off, I don't want to bring up the question yet that one of our listeners had. But um, there, I think personally zero chance he comes in and starts. I think he red shirts, no doubt. One hundred percent he's gonna be a red shirt. Um, I think that's the game plan. I think the game plan is to get him into college, let him redshirt for a year, then go go crazy. Um, is there a chance that he doesn't even play until his you know, red shirt sophomore year? Absolutely. Cause there are some good quarterbacks at Ohio State. And Coach Day is a quarterback monster. He's a guru. So, so Aaron, why did he reclassify then? Yeah, that's a good question, but I think it's to get – I mean, he's saying to himself, why waste a year of high school, possibly get hurt, when I can go to Ohio State, I can learn the system, and, at the, and, and get paid doing it. Literally, this, is, this dude's going to come in. This is going to be bad. It's going to get bad, I'm telling no, you. No, it is. So this is – right, this is a perfect time to bring up our our our, our listener, D-Day, Darren Day. Um, Who also – is our giveaway winner, Darren gets a hat. Was that your Ooh, Oprah impersonation? You get a hat. No one else gets a hat because we don't have a lot of them yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, D-Day, congratulations, buddy. You get a hat. Um, we'll get it at some point from Max when I see him because I don't have mine yet. Um, but I'll make it happen soon. But congratulations, D-Day. And so Darren's question was what – and he asked – it's funny because he, he asked this before – Quinn, Quinn said he was coming to Ohio State. He said, what do you think this does for college? And do you think you're going to see – or for athletes, do you think they're going to see them try to get to college earlier? And then, like, a few days later, all of a sudden, all this noise came. It was actually funny timing that they asked that. It was almost foreshadowing for what was going to happen. So, obviously, Quinn's going to come in. He's going to be sponsored by who knows who. Um, you know, probably at least the Redneck Yacht Club because look at his haircut – but um, the, I mean, he'll he'll get things like raising canes and you know smaller things, and maybe maybe we can talk to him and Venmo him two hundred fifty bucks and get him on all the extra points podcast. Oh, maybe maybe that'd be interesting. But I I truly think that this is this is going to be horrible for high school sports mm-hmm. because you're going to see it happen a lot. You're going to see these kids realize their talent. They're going to be, you know, eighth grade, ninth grade, just being highly sought after. And they're just going to, you know, go 
as quickly as possible to the pros. Who's that Manning kid? What grade uh, is he Ar- in? Arch. Arch Manning. What grade is he in? He's a sophomore. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him. I mean, it's going to be – it's going to happen. because but, these kids are gonna... Okay, hang on. But someone like him, he doesn't need money. But when you say you could possibly come to Ohio State, let's just say it's Ohio State. Hey, Tennessee hey, or you... – he's going to Tennessee or Ole Miss. You know it. Okay, all right. So let's say Tennessee. Hey, you can come to Tennessee a year early, and we can pretty much guarantee that you're going to have in your own pocket – the city of Knoxville. Eighteen year old kid. The, the the bank of Knoxville. You are gonna have one point five to two million dollars in sponsorships. God. Yeah, you can tell me money doesn't matter. You're absolutely right. But that to your own name as a seventeen year old kid? And probably a brand are new you car. Kidding me? Probably a brand new car. Any other shoes. What kid's you not want? gonna want that? Right. What kid's not gonna want that? That's my question. Hey, Arch, you want to come down on a dealership, pick any car you want, and you just do a couple commercials for us? <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Any car you want off the lot, come grab it. That's what, And that's guaranteed that's what's going to happen. Yep. Money talks and money does big – now, here's another thing. What about the kids that that aren't like Arch Manning or that need the money? Like, they're definitely gone. Like, well, yeah, maybe maybe you get a few of these kids that stay for a senior year. That are that are that like well, here's maybe here's Ar- what, maybe Arch stays. Here's what I would like to see happen. Originally, Quinn was going to play senior season and enroll January one at Ohio State. Okay, so basically, he plays high school football and he dicks around for a few months in high Qu- school. Quinn, right? That's what I said. I said Quinn. You said, you said Arch. No, Quinn. I said Quinn. You were. We'll see. No, uh, no, I was anyway. kissing my puppy. Kissing my little puppy. And that's what I want to see happen. Finish out your senior year and roll early. It's four months of your life, of your childhood, that you're never going to get back. And maybe that's old school thinking. I don't know. But that's my thought to Darren's question about high school sports. Stick to your senior season if it's football, if it's basketball. I don't know. I, I think I think football you might see him say, but you know one sport I can see people leaving early for sure is baseball. Yeah, but baseball because you just get baseball you just get drafted if you're getting No, I know that. But if you can get to college and play one year you at can't seventeen. Co- college baseball you have to play three. So if you go to college you have to play three. No, you can have. still get drafted and leave. No, have to play three. Really? Even if you get drafted? Sure. Yeah, you are not draft eligible if you enroll in college baseball huh, for three, that. three seasons. That's what I think. I think, college basketball should, I think college basketball should do two years. Either do nothing or do something. Like, do, do something more than a year. The, like one, either, and, I, the one and done, they're stupid. Yeah. It's, I it's see, stupid. I, either, like, when they made that rule, it just didn't make sense. Either let them come for a year. Or for three, two to three years, or don't let them come at all. Yep. Now, I think football is never going to change because you can't tell me an 18-year-old kid can go out there to the NFL and, and he, make he, it. No, he'd die. Zero but, chance. Because you look at these kids who are 18 years old who are in aside, – Aside from a genetic freak like Chase Young. Sure, but even Chase Young – I mean, well, look at uh, 
Miles Garrett when he was in in high school. He was huge, right? But look yeah. at what happened another, to him. Another genetic went, freak. But look what happened when he went to A and M. They yeah. he still got bigger, you yeah. know, because these these programs know how to put. Like you're on your own in high school, you know. Like no one is truly. Yeah, I'm sure they have help, but that's I mean, what when you, you Bruce and I were talking about last <clears> week. All the shitty lifting forms and stuff we were yeah. taught, air quotes, in high school. Good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. It's a regular regular high school. But you get some of these kids who are going to end yeah. up going to these you know, academies where they can just play ball to, to make it to the next level. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I think we're going to see it happen then more than, more than we would like to. And you're going to see kids fail at it. Like if Tate Martell essentially would do something like that. God, but... that he got brought up three weeks in a row. Screw that guy. No, I think it, no, poser, I love his man. story. Freaking oh, I love his story. I want to see him get an opportunity though. I really do. I want to see. Cause I want to see him get put... an opportunity and get knocked on his ass. I want to see him go out there and sling the football though. I do. I don't want to see him. I mean, I don't care if he succeeds or not, but I want to see what he actually can do because I will say when he was in the game for the Ohio State Buckeyes, he looked damn good. When he played, everyone's like, oh, he does run the ball. No, I remember seeing him throw the ball too, and he looked good. Yeah, so, you know what I, I think of when I think of Tate Martell? Johnny Moxon. Well, yeah. Quarterback. Like you said, Johnny Manziel. But, I, I mean, I would, I'm, maybe he's just not a practice guy. I still want to see him play because I don't think he's just trash. That's not it. Because I remember seeing him on the field for Ohio State and thinking, like, holy shit, this kid could be good. Like, being excited for him to play. And then he never did. Like, I remember when Haskins left, we were all kind of like, okay, well, it's Tate Martell's time. And then Justin Fields came in. I was confused. I was like, well, why? We have Tate Martell. Why do we need Justin Fields? Obviously, it made sense in the end. But at first, I was very confused because I thought Tate Martell was legit. And I think a lot of people did, and a lot of people questioned it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, look at what Justin Fields did as a Buckeye. You could possibly put him down as the greatest Ohio State quarterback to ever play. So, whoa. Well, yeah. Troy Smith is – I mean, it's got to be Troy Smith, but, I mean, he won the Heisman. Yeah, you know what we should do? We should actually fully try to get the greatest Ohio State kicker and greatest Ohio State punter on here and see what they have to say about that. We've been trying to get Tim Williams on here for a while. I know. Old Timmy. Who's the greatest Ohio State punter? Are you kidding me? Oh, Tom? Yeah. Sorry, I thought you knew someone. I was like, are you talking about Tom? No, there's Tom. one one greatest Ohio State punter of all time. Tom Danny, the yeah. all-American. I'll get him on. He, he'll come on anytime. You will love him. We won't even get to say a word, man. He'll be, he'll be throwing dad jokes out. And we you think, understand do him. you think people want to listen to us, kickers from Wilmington College, or the greatest high State punter of all time? We need to get them both on at the same time. I, I know. They've, they've, been, they've been in a room together. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so that'd be fucking awesome. freaking awesome. So, no, yeah, I agree with that. I love it. We'll do it. We'll do it, Max. Wait, that could be our that could be our college football preview show. Speaking of the greatest of all time, what do you think about Mr. No. Elon oh. Elon Musk, bro. Oh, we're gonna talk about his Twitter and we'll push electric cars again for another week. I want to talk about his electric cars. We got time. No, we don't. 
Who cares? People people don't listen after an hour. Okay, well, I don't care about them. The true listeners care. That's true. You're right. But, no. So, Elon Musk, one of the greatest minds I love in our the, listeners. In the world. Just to clarify. I kind of sound like you don't. <laughs> Elon, Elon Musk, one of the greatest minds in the world, right? So, there was somebody else that people... Didn't like on Twitter because he said mean things. I digress. Um, but basically, Elon Musk Twitter is a genius who is talking about the rockets and cars he has helped engineer. And then you have Elon Musk who will randomly respond to some random person on Twitter who comments on what he tweeted. Wait, what? <laughs> like just out of nowhere. Dude said oh he dude said he He's sleeps, like Kevin Durant. <laughs> dude said he sleeps four to six hours a night. Oh, it's you're running two of the great biggest companies in the world. Kind of makes he sense. He said six on Joe Rogan's podcast. He said he sleeps six hours a night. And Rogan was like in shock. He's like, You sleep six whole hours a night? Yeah. Dude, if I slept <laughs> Which, six I mean, hours a night, I would kill someone. That's about where I'm at. I sleep usually from 11 to 5 every night. Dude, you in college used to sleep like two hours and be <laughs> more awake than me. So, Dude, I, I don't know what. Like, it's funny, though, because in college, you couldn't get me to slow down. But I will say nowadays, like, when 3 o'clock hits, I'm, like, reaching for whatever caffeine I can get. Oh, yeah. But, but then I hit, like, 2 o'clock for me. But I'm glad. It, I'm, I've actually talked to people recently, like, do I need help? Like, why am I so out of energy so early in the day? But no. I think it's, it's called the old testosterone levels. Yes, sir. But no, Elon is a freaking he's a he's a maniac, man. He yes. is. Yeah. So he's been on Joe Rogan. I know we keep talking about Joe Rogan, but well, why wouldn't we talk about Joe he, Rogan? Th- that podcast is what we base a lot of our stuff off of because he has conversations with people. He actually researches them and learns things and has literally genuine, like he brings stuff out of people that most interviewers just ramble. I'm going to kill this cat. (laughs) It's my least favorite cat, too. I don't want to throw you off topic, but you never asked me a random question. I did. It was at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, okay. I thought it was it had to do with the whole Carson Wentz thing. No, we'll save that. Yeah, we have plenty of time. Because next week we're going to get into – we're going to dive into something else. But I have a question for you, not to throw you off topic, Elon Musk. Do you right now want to make a bet for who's going to finish higher in fantasy between me and you? You. Dude, I've gotten second or last in our fantasy league every year we've had the damn league. I thought you got. I thought you finished pretty high. No, did you make the playoffs this year? No, remember you started out I had like to beat, first. Place. I had to beat you, and I was like, uh, if I get in, I get in. I won't have as good of a shot. That's right, because then I got in, and then I lost to Earhart, who won it all. Yeah, won it all. Man, you should come up for the draft. When are we doing it? Thursday, September fourth. Uh, I got a few of the guys coming over. 
might be able to because Thursday is our fiscal year end, but we don't get busy until that next week. So yeah, you should because we got a I got a few of the new guys coming over. Gonna have some Westervillians over here and hang out. Some yuppies. Got some yuppies coming over. Lindsay can come. Bring Lindsay up. Now she's gonna hear that, and I'm gonna have to. There you go. Lindsay, come see our house. It's beautiful. My wife's amazing. All right, you want right. to knock out this Mount Rushmore? I do. I get first pick. Fine. I want Phelps because I love him so much. Son of a bitch. That's it. There's no, there's no explanation there. You don't need it. Phelps is Phelps. What if I said Ryan Lochte? <laughs> that would make perfect sense. Yeah, I know. Well, well, there's so many good Olympics. I mean, I had to take him for obvious reasons because he's just the goat of all goats. No, oh, yeah. the goat of all yeah. goats. He'll never be touched, ever. Uh, Period. I'm very curious to see who your next one is. Are we doing four total or eight? Let's do four total. Okay, because I got I got a couple on here that I'm really, really, really liking. But so, who's so your... since we since we said Phelps already. Do we not want to include Mark Spitz? Because yeah, Phelps no, I basically replaced Mark Spitz. Yeah, no, sorry, I think sorry, I, I sorry think Mark Spitz. Well, and also he wasn't truly in our generation. I like talking about more of our generation. And then, then of course, Family Guy had the bad joke about Mark Spitz. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about people that aren't in our generation, but he was in the damn near. Ah, uh, Joe, nice Michael Phelps costume. No, I'm Mark Spitz. <laughs> Uh, who's yours? Uh, my. Since we're doing it together, I'm still gonna stick with her. Jackie Joyner, Kersey, four-time Olympian and three-time Olympic gold medalist, Jackie Joyner, Kersey. I loved her, man. I really did. That's long fingernails. Yep, she was. She. I feel. I. Beast. She probably wasn't, but she was like one of the first ones I noticed. In 96. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. She won the long jump in 96. Or bronze mm-hmm. in 96, and she won it in 88. Yeah. yeah. So my second is not probably someone you were going to choose. It's someone that from my childhood, so when I really started paying attention to the Olympics, I was, I mean, I was probably 8 to 12 years old, which is right about this time frame when he was starting to go crazy and he wore gold shoes. Do you know what I'm talking about? You uh, might have Carl been Lewis wore gold shoes? Michael Johnson. Dude, he got paparoids. I know, but... His eyes were uh, yellow. Michael Johnson, though, was like... How are you going to have him on this list? Dude, got popped for steroids. Who didn't? Okay, come on. You want to go Carl, there? Carl Lewis didn't get popped for steroids. You could have easily. Steroids weren't a thing else. back then. I know, but I wanted to give them to you because I just took Michael Phelps. Yeah, but we're doing this together. So take him off, put Carl Lewis. No, because Michael Johnson was on my – he had him on my wall. Like, we talked about steroids pretty pretty in-depthly when we were talking about our boy um, Lance Armstrong. So you can't hate on me for that. Okay, fine. Let me take him off our list. Oh, that's yeah. bullshit. Fine, I'll go Jesse Owens because of Carl Lewis is a nine-time Olympic gold medalist. I'm giving him to you. I just said that. 
Wait, no. I just took Michael say? Phelps. Jesse Owens. Damn it. That was my last one. Well, Jesse Owens is, for obvious reasons, a legend for what he has yeah. done and what he did. Mm-hmm. And, no, I, I loved – I mean, I, didn't, I was not around for him, but when you think of the Olympics as a United States person – if you think of anyone other than Michael Phelps, I personally think you have to pick a Jesse Owens. He changed the game. So Jesse Owens, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the Ohio State uh, track stadium is named after him. Mm-hmm. That that is correct. All right, there, Man. big shot. You're not taking Michael Johnson. Who are you taking? I'm taking low low. Jones, no, that's a joke. That's not real. Do you know Carlos? Why? Yeah, I'll go Carlos. Do you know why I said her? No. All right, look her, look her up. If nobody gets the joke, just look her up. Are we real? So we just left. No, we're gonna do eight. Let's do eight because I I've left too many people off. Oh, I know Lolo. Yes, I know Lolo. I remember Lolo. No, I'm done. You literally took – I had five written down. You took all of them. How are so you I'll, done? Okay, Simone I, Biles. I had five. Simone Biles. I thought we were leaving her off because she's not even done yet. She's coming no, back, to, she's coming back she's, for Paris. No, because if you leave her off – I mean, you got to think of her and Katie Ledecky immediately. Whoa, it's a little early for Ledecky. No, it's not. No, it's not because it's pure domination. Yeah, but Aaron, Muhammad, she didn't, what about Muhammad she didn't, Ali? She didn't win all golds this year. What about Muhammad Ali? He throws metal on the river. So. That's just That's one. Sorry with that. That's just no, one just medal. Two. No, one medal. Yeah. We gotta, gotta go for some volume here. I don't know. I think you gotta have Katie Wood back. How about there. Kobe Bryant? Huh? I was going to say, what about the Dream Team in general? <laughs> I'm Everyone big, I mean, oh my gosh. Obviously, when I'm looking at this, I'm looking at the best Olympians of all time list. What, can, what I just, the, can I just what about say, the Redeem Team? Can we just talk about one thing? I cannot look at Bruce Jenner on this list because his name is Caitlyn. Like, Caitlyn, what? Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner did Caitlyn not Jenner did not win gold any gold medals. Yes. No. No. Bruce, Bruce Jenner sure as hell did. Bruce Jenner did. Bruce Jenner was one of the greatest athletes ever. Yeah. You know another yes, one I that I have to on here? And this is going to be my own personal opinion because I remember watching her for the past few Olympics until now, obviously. Missy May Trainer. Yeah. Badass. I mean, that volleyball team – I forget her teammate, but man, they were good. They were so good. Um, and who was the guy? You probably don't remember. Who was the guy for Australia who was going against? I don't know if he was going against Phelps or not. Carrie Walsh. Carrie Walsh, Carrie Walsh. Yes, yes. But they called this guy from Australia. Do you get your, your computer up? Type in. Yep. Type that in. Australian swimmer named the torpedo. He was like the lights out swimmer before Michael Phelps. And Michael Phelps, I don't know if he played against him or swim against him, but. That would be Ian Thorpe. Yeah, that's right. They called him a Thorpedo. He was yep. a, a dog. Torpedo. That's right. 
Yeah. So I remember that was early on, I think, when I started watching the Olympics. But we know we didn't think about what about a Winter Olympics? Are we doing Summer Olympics, I guess? Yeah, it's summertime. If, yeah. we're, if we're still doing the podcast in a year, then we have the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Well, what do you mean if we're still doing the podcast? Where are we going? <laughs> Got shit else to do. But well, that that pretty much wraps up. How long? It's eighty minutes. This is probably one of our longest ones in a while. Yeah. Well, if you're still listening, which you're probably not, <laughs> like okay, share. That's follow, my line. <laughs> <laughs> but this has been a good one. This has been fun. But go hey, ahead, real quick, real like... quick to end the podcast. Congratulations to one of our earlier guests in the show, Mister. Travis Williams on being named the varsity head boys basketball coach at Waynesville. What? Yep. Still waiting on my shirt though. Hey, you should not you should not tell him congrats until he gives you the shirt. I'm not. That's why I shut up. Good. Still how's your shirt doing? Pretty good? Uh shrunk in the wash, not the dry, <gasps> the wash. So, so and I use cold a, water. This isn't a tri- this isn't a tri blend. No, not a tri blend. I know, right? I, then I need a I need a triple X. Special special order, special order me a shat from the from the what am I? Am I Boston or New York right now? I think you were mixture. I think that yeah, I do too. Real quick, Max, before we get off here, what is one state you want to visit that you haven't visited? Uh, probably Maine. God, I was going to say that. I hate you. How did you just say that? <laughs> like, that was mine. I mean, we are friends. We, I do think alike. I want to go to Maine so bad. All right. Group family trip. Us four. Banger, or- banger, Maine. Banger, Maine. Let's go. Let's go. Or we go, you and me, and we do a podcast there. <gasps> That's it. It's a group. It's yeah, a group. We told it's Kelly, all, all ex- it's we expense told Kelly free, right? It's, going, it's, on, it's on the company. The company will pay for it. Yeah, we need, do we need to LLC this? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get a hat first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. We're still rolling. I'm petting my puppy. But. We'll catch you next week. We got a lot of conversation to have about Carson Wentz, which we didn't have this week, but um, well, and Dak, because I'm excited to hear about this. But next week, we're going to talk a little more football. We're going to give our insight on what we think is going to happen. Um, when is the All American game? The what? What? Not the All American game. What's it called? The first preseason Hall game? Hall of Fame game. It is tomorrow, 8 p.m. on yeah. Fox. So we'll no have Dak our first Prescott, preseason game. No Big Ben. Big whoop. Yeah. We will have our first, what, whole week, really, of preseason games by then, right? After tomorrow, there will not be a week without football until February. It's a beautiful time. Beautiful time That's... in America. Go! Besides that. No, Walter. Besides that whole Delta Delta thing, but we don't talk about that. Walt's just being puppy trainer now. He's loving it. Um, all right, we will uh, we'll talk some football. We're gonna give a we'll probably give a real in depth 
you know, conversation on what we think is going to happen in the NFL. And I think I think we're going to have some more listeners because they're going to be jacked up about some football like we are. All right. But peace out, everybody. Thanks for listening. Catch us next week. Like, share, like, subscribe, subscribe. leave a review. Leave a review. Happy 25th. Congrats, D-Day. Peace out. Peace.